So, um, I think we start with this, whatever, you know, we were discussing, but in a different way, of course. Uh, it's about fanaticism. <laughs> and uh, there is no doubt about all fanaticism is bad. So, the question was whether it is born out of, uh, it has anything to do with education or economic state. And the obvious answer is no. You, I mean, it's not that uh, if you educate people, they'll become less fanatics. Uh, fanaticism is born out of a certain narrow and rigid mental thought. That's how fanaticism has always been. But there is along with it another occult dimension which we often forget, which Mother describes when we see, speaks about um, certain churches where she went. And she speaks about a black spider like an octopus which absorbs people and takes their mind into influence. So um, behind all these religions, if you really read through uh, Savitri, where Shubindu describes the world of falsehood and darkness, uh, there are actual forces which are working, which are occupying these thrones. What happens? A religion, some religions have been finished very soon, but their dead shell is occupied by certain forces which occupy those thrones. I believe that is what has happened with um, Islam. Like often I say this very openly, there is no more a religion, it is more of a socio political ideology which is uh, but the formation that occupies is a very strong formation and it is a strong grip upon the human mind now how do you undo this formation it's not easy to do it with education you just give a degree and it will use that it will use human intelligence it's like people who are very intelligent and yet they can justify all the worst things uh, in the world because uh, you know that's how their intelligence has been used so, there, how much ever you may educate outwardly, this is not going to solve the problem of fanaticism because it's like an octopus which is occupying the human mind. The way I understand Shurabindu and the mother's action, we can talk about that, is a twofold action. One where he speaks about liberating the hidden truths of religion. He has spoken of that. And to that extent, he even mentions about Sufism. Uh, regardless, I know there are contrary opinions. There is an extreme opinion which says Sufi, Sufism was a soft face of Islamic conversion. I am aware of that, that viewpoint. I don't really believe it. I have my reasons not to believe it. But of course, each one, uh, because I have a genuine regard for some of the Sufi mystics. And I don't think some of those stories which are very inspiring, not only stories, some of them, for example, I remember one of the Kalam, I am closely connected with uh, many of the Sufi thought. For example, one of the Kalam where he says, Yaar ko humne jabaja dekha, kahin zahir kahin chipa dekha. Now, these are not, or the other one which is very famous, uh, I think some of us may have heard, Ji chahe to shisha banja, ji chahe paimana, heard of it? Shisha paimana kya banna, mein banja, mein khana banja. Mein bankar, mein khana bankar, hasti se diwana banja. Is banne mein, is hone se, achcha hai begana banja. And you know, it, it is profound bhakti which comes. Sufi, Sufi movement is a movement of bhakti. There is a heart engaged in it. So that's why it begins to change. See, there is a very powerful line. I am referring it that, you know, we can't brand everything as, you know, just blanket, good or bad. There is a very beautiful line which has inspired me. The poet says, uh, he says that, Ruh um, ke... He says, what all you can become? So it starts with Shisha Banja, which is what, you know, dust. You identify with the body. Ya Pemana Banja, a vessel. 
या मैं बन जा मैं खाना बन जा द कंटेंट विच इज कॉन्शियसनेस ऑफ डिलाइट इट्स इज रूह की आंख की ठंडक बन जा यानी यू आर डार्क यू हैव दी ऑल दी बैड क्वालिटीज विद इन यू द नेगेटिव थिंग्स विद इन यू स्टिल यू ऑफर इट टू हिम यू बिकम द आंख की ठंडक एंड देन ही गोज ऑन टू से खा के दरे जाना ना बन जा नो वेयर देर इज अ वर्ड लाइक अल्लाह और मोहम्मद बींग मैंशन देर खा के दरे जाना ना बन जा इट कुड अप्लाई टू एनी बडी द बिलविट्स dust of his feet i mean that's my aspiration so one can connect with it and the end is so beautiful and powerful of this particular sufi kalam i'm starting with that because i think that is one of the things which is important in if at all there is a chance for islam to reform so it ends with saying seek zaheen ke dil se jalna heard about this line anyone seek zaheen ke dil dil se jalna काहे को हर शम्मा पे जलना अपनी आग में खुद जल जाए तू ऐसा परवाना बन जा इज इट नॉट ए लाइन फ्रॉम द ऋग्वेदा इट कुड बी लाइन फ्रॉम द ऋग्वेदा इट्स ओनली मैंशन इन डिफरेंट वे सो मिस्टेक्स अक्रॉस द वर्ल्ड एव एक्सपीरियंस ट्रूथ्स एंड इट इज वन ऑफ द टास्क ऑफ मिस्टिसिज्म टू लिबरेट दिस ट्रूथ विच इज हिडन इन साइड सो आई पर्सनली फील लाइक द नॉस्टिक्स इवन सूफीज वेर परसिक्यूटेड and the reason why kashmir has been a hub of attack because kashmir is one place where sufism shaivite vaishnavism jews tantra many traditions pure vedanta buddhism they all met together it was literally the head of india so you see that kashmir why it got attacked violently by the terrorist and all these Uh, this darkness is because this was a place where there could be a change which could take place in the hardest core of a uh, religious fundamentalism now to some extent religious fundamentalism is everywhere you know uh, as i keep saying that uh, even hindus carry a little bit of taliban mindset inside when he says hamari bahu to aise dress karegi it is a kind of talibani mindset only it's not that extreme and because of a vastness and a cultural backdrop also we should not forget uh, another historical aspect if you see the history of religions now uh, islam is new born it's how many <laughs> not even 1500 1600 years look at christianity it went through a phase of a very very rigid mindset and what happened subsequently in christianity changes took place many things took place many things came and today it's a different it's no more the age of inquisitions now we we shouldn't forget we are comparing a child with hinduism if at all we can call it a religion which is thousands of years old it's amazing it has gone through many upheavals we i mean there have been wars there have been fights between uh, let's not forget even shaivites and vaishnavites to an extent that almost you know they have come to blows but we have outgrown and outlived so let us keep hope that there is a possibility of growth you have to look at the real dangers yet you have to press towards growth this is a big challenge of humanity like with all of us that we can look at only our negative side and speak of finishing it or whatever can be salvaged it should be salvaged my own understanding is that the divine tries to salvage till the last drop of vintage and he can do it because he is omnipotent it's the sign of omnipotence uh, that he doesn't give up readily he he 
works in the darkest darkness to bring out even that little core of light which may be there. And mother speaks of this as an experience in the agenda where she says, even behind the darkest, even if you see prayers and meditation, there is a pair like that. She says that she saw that even in the most darkened asura, asura is ultimate for us, like you know, uh, it goes beyond uh, Islam or uh, anything, Asura. It's a complete God-hater. She says there is that core in which she saw the divine love shining. Now, if the divine love can come out, we don't believe its power. It is a transforming power. So what is going to happen? This new creation is not going to be destructive. Uh, there is a whole vision of the mother where she speaks about, uh, you know, these uh, new and the old. So she describes in the vision that there is a young girl and there is a seemingly her mother, old lady. So they are going about finding the key to a room and the manager hands over the key. Only they are trying to apply here, there it doesn't fit in. And wherever they go, buildings are demolished and you know new things are coming up. And then at the end she gives the key to the whole thing. She says the mind is the manager who believes that it knows the solution but it doesn't know. So first thing with all our mental views... Uh, whatever they may be, we have so many different views. We must have this um, humility to understand that there is a divine wisdom which is far surpasses the human intelligence and it has its ways. Second is that she says the old lady, which is the old creation, her way is to destroy and rebuild. But that's not what the little child wants. She wants to Change without destruction. That's the whole idea of no more pralaya being there. See, when mother said this is the seventh creation, there will be no more pralaya. What is she really referring to? And as, very as I said, everything of the mother, though it may look like metaphysics, has very practical implications in everyday life. So pralayas were necessary because in the old creation, the powers there were acting, the overmind gods. They knew of no other way. So it was like plasticine, destroy it and then start something new. So the whole creation was absorbed. But now something has come which can change without destruction. That power is active and more and more it's going to, you know, um, act within in countless ways. You know, it's it far surpasses the human intelligence. It has practical implication even in our life. See, when we encounter our own individual darknesses and issues, what do we do? Sometimes we go in a despair. Okay, but there is another way which she says that she always gives hope. No, apply this leaven of divine love. It's like that, you know, you put a drop of it and it begins to change. So I think what is important sometimes, she gave a very beautiful solution when it came to adversary. It's also there in Buddhist scriptures and she speaks about it when she is asked how to get rid of evil and suffering. Okay, at the root it comes to that. Let's it's not a, just about Islam, it's about corruption and fanaticism and rigidity and obscurantism and stupidity and count it, a conscious evil, wickedness. So she says, she gives two methods. She says, one is the Buddhist method. She says, don't look at evil, look at the beautiful side of life. And then she raises this question that well-meaning people will think, how is it going to help? Evil is not going to vanish because you don't look at it. But she says, by looking at it, you give strength to it. You know, the famous story of Wali. What was the problem of Wali? If you fought with him face to face, he would take half your strength. 
सो बाई गिविंग इट टू मच इंपॉर्टेंस समटाइम्स पैराडॉक्सिकली वी एड टू इट स्ट्रेंथ दिस इज वन पार्ट ऑफ इट सो इन दैट सेम कन्वर्सेशन टूवर्ड द एंड सी से अल्टीमेटली वट इज द सोल्यूशन सी से अबाउट द सोल्यूशन इज द डिवाइन लव विच कैन चेंज फ्रॉम विद इन ना ऑब्वियसली वी डोंट ऑल ऑफ एस डोंट एम्बॉडी दैट डिवाइन लव मे बी नो बडी एम्बॉडीज बट इट्स देयर एक्टिव इन दिस वर्ल्ड एंड वी शुड बिकम मोर एंड मोर such channels there are examples in real history where divine love has changed people you know one famous example of reverse conversion but not by force there have been conversions even in indian saints anyone remembers the story of uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu how the famous muslim people who came to you know attack him they got changed simply because they saw this love which he carried inside and the tremendous powerful love it started with jagai and magai strobindo notes this story uh, you know two men of infamous fame who would stone people and are drunk i i mean as bad as anybody else and how they got changed after they came in contact with chaitanya mahaprabhu this one example that if you embody that love this is one part of it that one solution he gives and the other solution she gives is even more powerful you know the solution she gives is laugh at the adversary I can tell you it's a very powerful solution we sometimes give a lot more importance and uh, maybe end up empowering people by giving them more importance than they deserve probably if we know that okay your place is there you rise high enough we don't have to fight with somebody to belittle we have to ennoble ourselves to such an extent as a humanity like to become super humanity of tomorrow to embody that consciousness after all what was there in let's say guru nanak that you know among his uh, panj pyare you know there is muslim there what 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 did they embody what is there in shurabindo that uh, dara shiko and all of them come at his feet okay there are very few handful but there is something which is there which draws the best even out of the worst and if we remember that i, I think um, we will be in the right direction but if we destroy it's true sometimes you have to destroy the face of evil and the front of evil and the form of evil but that is not a lasting remedy it's a very very temporary remedy and mankind has tried it and i think now the time is to try something more radical with trust and confidence that the grace is there and also with an inevitability of the emerging future i'll just read a few lines uh, as i say savitri contains everything we may think that shurvindo may not have known about the terrorists going around with their blazing guns all this transformation talk is all right okay so here it describes i'll i'm just going to read a passage and you will know what he is talking about page 228 those who may want to read it later and again it's not just about a religion it's about ambition about jealousies about fear about tendency to inflict fear which is everywhere there are sections of humanity which don't feel satisfied unless they crush others so i prefer the original uh, hindu understanding if i may say of asura and the devas it's a much more broader landscape for me than you know uh, 
religion and non-religion because that makes it like much more comprehensive. So he describes the pit into which Ashwapati has descended and he is describing now one of these spaces. These were the threads of the dark spider's web in which the soul was caught, quivering and wrapped. This was religion. This was nature's rule. In a fell chapel of iniquity, to worship a black, pitiless image of power, kneeling one must cross hard-hearted stony floors. I think the description is very picturesque. A pavement like a floor of evil fate. Each stone was a keen edge of ruthless force and glued with the chilled blood from tortured breasts the dry gnarled trees stood up like dying men stiffened into a pose of agony and from each window peered an ominous priest chanting to dooms for slaughter's crowning grace. Cities uprooted Blasted human homes, burned, ridden bodies, the bombshells massacre. Our enemies are fallen, are fallen, they sang. You see the Gita speaks of what is the Asurik Sampada. Today I have killed my this enemy, tomorrow I will kill another. All who once stayed our will are smitten and dead. How great we are. How merciful art thou. Thus thought they to reach God's impassive throne and him command whom all their acts opposed. Okay, so this is the thing. So what happens? Ashapati goes down and down. What does he discover? Where does he discover hope? And that's something very beautiful we should remember because sometimes we get um, obviously impatient with God's ways and understandable because there is only one reason for it. Sometimes it's a lack of trust, but more importantly, because we have very short lifespans. I tell you, it's a big problem for us. <laughs> we want everything to happen within our 40 years. I have had people, you know, come, oh, what is the advantage? I am going to die, then the super mind will come. I said, no, you will be born into a new world. Don't you enjoy that? Sometimes it's a very sobering thought. So when people say, oh, aajkal ke bacche. I said, don't worry, tomorrow you will be Ajkal ka bacha and your parents are going to curse you because you will be born with a WhatsApp gift. You are going to come back and you will be born in that world. So don't curse that world. You know, there is a God's plan which is, you know, uh, reminding, you know, the other day there was a message on WhatsApp about the problems of WhatsApp. (laughs) So... The message said something like, Pehle hum log ke family se baat karte the. Then they show that three children and all three are busy with the phone. So it was like, Look, dekhte re sansar ki halat kya hoi Bhagwan. I said, See, earlier there was a small family, chuttu sa family. Ek mummy thi, ek papa the, ek bhaiya the, ek didi thi. Papa hamesha sahi the. <laughs> Mummy, Hamesha, Mummy, Thi. Bhai, Bhain, Se, Jagda, Hota, Ta, Par, Thay, To, Hamari, Apne. Abhi, Wo, Nahi, Hai. Kyo, Ki, Whatsapp, Hai. Lekin, Whatsapp, Me, 
हमारे बहुत सारे भाई बहन जुड़ गए एट अनदर लेवल अवर वर्ल्ड हैज बिकम मच लार्जर यू सी इज ए वे ऑफ लुकिंग एट इट दैट अ चाइल्ड इज लिविंग इन ए मच लार्जर स्पेस ऑफ टाइम देन वी कैन इवन इमेजिन सो ही सीज ऑल दिस एंड वॉट ही डिस्कवर्स एट द एंड ऑफ इट there in the slumber of the cosmic will it's a long passage i am going toward the end he saw the secret key of nature's change you see it is going down 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 we don't have to worry let it go down and you will see that something happens it's very strange when mother was asked why does the divine grant all kinds of boons to asuras you know have you ever thought brahma ji aake kya kya bol dete hain baad mein krishna ji ko mess ever thought about it is brahma ji so foolish he can't see What is Hiranyakashyap going to do with his boon? Have you thought why Shiva has granted such boons to people? He is very wise. Let's not doubt his intelligence, his supreme intelligence. So when Mother was asked, why does the divine grant you know these asuras the freedom to do whatever? Mother says, you know, it is the fastest way to bring them back. What is the fastest way? She says, yes. There are many things. in that she says one it implodes under its own weight bound to happen when it implodes what do you discover at the core you have the light second what happens when you allow it it's an exhaustion of a certain tendencies and after that tendency you have no other recourse but to turn towards your own truth of your nature you can't because that is behind see this is the fundamental truth of vedanta there is brahman and nothing else which is behind so if you fall ultimately you fall on that bedrock from where you will bounce back rejuvenated changed refreshed second uh, the third of course uh, which is you know equally important that how does the divine work he doesn't work by changing governments systems he works by changing children so you know <laughs> again don't mind it but chaiwala of yesterday becomes a prime minister of today so now it is a we have now the point is that today's children we don't know what's happening within them so let's not think you know tomorrow what is the fate of all these political parties the mother has said very interestingly ultimately we have to go towards a partyless government you know it's a long way so it's not about this party or that party i am saying this so that you know we understand that um it's okay parties have their temporary utility and Uh, they have their role to play. When they have done that role, they pass away. There was a time when Hastinapur was protected by the mighty hands of Bhishma. You know, Hastinapur was a great name, and as long as Bhishma was there uh, in his youthful days, there was not much uh, evil and corruption, except that Bhishma himself had done a tremendous adharma, which had marked out his own downfall, and that was winning. amba ambika ambalika by force and getting them married to you know vichitravir and which was not done just not done it was a gross adharma you can't do it he brought them for marriage to his you know i will not get married but you can't do it he have one so you have to get married then you should not have come and intervene so that's that's when you know his death was decided if you go through the events of history but if you really look at it when time came bhishma became a problem because well his strong arms are now guide, guarding the evil in hastinapur then we must know that the divine can take his work get his work done through his shikhandi he doesn't he didn't need a bolt from the blue 
He didn't need a bolt from the blue to finish Bhishma that there was a thunderstorm and the lightning struck and Bhishma fell. It doesn't work like that. It is an evolutionary process, not through magic, not through a miracle. Very often, No, it's a process. Now, what is that process? It touches rock bottom and what comes out that rock bottom? What is that secret key? So that's, that's the beauty. Uh, this is, you know, to give uh, always, Yovinda brings that hope. He saw the secret key of nature's change. A light was with him and invisible, an invisible hand was laid upon the error and the pain till it became a quivering ecstasy. This shock of sweetness of an arm's embrace. Now you see these four lines. As long as fanaticism is serving a purpose in the world, Mind you, it is serving a purpose. And it's not difficult to see that purpose. Paradoxical purpose. Terrorists end up uniting the world. Another terrorist makes sure that, you know, in India in the election, Mr. Modi wins a landslide victory. <laughs> it's, isn't it? Like God's purpose can be served in so many ways. Dusashan, with all the might of his arms, ensured that the whole Guru, you know, kingdom is going to be destroyed. The fellow didn't realize that he is actually precipitating the downfall. But these are the ways God works. So look here. He saw in night the eternal's shadowy veil. This is the Vedanta we must always remember. Even in the densest darkness, there is that, it's the veil. New death for a seller of the house of life. In destruction felt creation's hasty pace, new loss as the prize of a celestial gain and hell as a shortcut to heaven's gates. Now I have reasons to believe. I am not just, uh, you know, if you look at the world 20 years back, not much. World over, there was a talk of, well, there were good terrorists, bad terrorists, there were freedom fighters, there were all kinds of, this is a very convenient term. Today, now you are gradually isolating not a religion, but a certain group. It may be a large group. It is being isolated that this is a pest for the whole of humanity. World over this recognition is coming. Whether It's not about one man or two men. It is coming up in paradoxical ways. Maybe because all are feeling the heat. The second recognition which is also coming along with it, that they, the voice of change must arise from within a certain group which has accepted this as a way of life. Now, if you read the whispers of the future, this voice of change has started. I can tell you that it may sound impossible or I may sound too optimistic, but this voice of change is beginning to come at least in some people that this is not a way of life, this is not what we want to inherit. It may come for various reasons. Certainly it has nothing to do with the political party because it's not the job of political party to change people's consciousness. Rather the political party is the result of a changed consciousness. So this one part, it is bound to happen because the world march is like that. It is going to progress. And what emerges, what is the key? And how it changes suddenly. Then in illusions occult factory, you know this dark spider's web, and in the inconscience, magic printing house, torn were the formats of the primal night and shattered the stereotypes of ignorance. Now you see what we do is we struggle with the night while we carry darkness within. 
बट वट इज गॉड्स प्लान डिस्कशन चल रहा है लाइट है कि नहीं है आएगी कि नहीं आएगी भगवान कहते हैं इनको डिस्कस करने दो पूरी रात डिस्कशन होता रहा टेलीविजन डिबेट होता रहा एंड पीपल वेल इंफॉर्म फ्रॉम हार्वर्ड टू रिलीजन टू दिस दैट आई से देर इज there is something called light but i have not seen it nobody has seen it and they are all discussing no no so and so mystic saw it oh mystic ne dekha hoga ye hallucination hoga belief hoga what is god doing at that point of time he just saying wait sun is going to come up you see it <laughs> he said the solutions to life are not always so complex as we think sometimes they are simple they are stare it our face and i think the one solution that we at least i think for us now i'm talking us in the sense that for all of us who have turned to the light and uh, to freedom and infinity in whatever way is to more and more embody that light the more we embody that light the more we embody that love will help this world change and what is that key that he describes so we'll just read a few lines from that inconscience chased from the world's voiceless breast transfigured where the fixed schemes of reasoning thought arousing consciousness in things inert this consciousness which is hidden behind growth of consciousness if you can do it with education do it that's the ideal ideal idea of education is what is vidya vimukta that which liberates and if it cannot liberate it's no more education it's just a you know information so arousing consciousness in things inert he imposed look at this line he imposed upon dark atom and dumb mass the diamond script of the imperishable how does the divine work what does he impose inscribed in the dim heart of fallen things a pain song of the free infinite and the name foundation of eternity and traced on the awake exultant cells in the ideographs of the ineffable the lyric of love that waits through time and the mystic volume of the book of bliss and the message of the superconscious fire so i personally feel that while the world is engaged with uh, struggling with darkness darkness deep in strangling darts breast and the place where shubindu writes and man's corporeal mind is the only lamp that time there should be people who are seekers of light hunters after delight embodiments of that love and they should engage all their energies in that direction because if that comes there is hope and if it doesn't come and we are eyeing all the time only on change of machinery and that's shubindu says that mankind's big follies that we are always thinking that the change should come through machinery through government through you know systems and processes but no power can save thee from thy soul that which thou art within that outside thee thou shalt enjoy this is a lesson i see everywhere and the last as i say master is everywhere and he is always ready to teach so waiting at chennai airport for the ba flight i was um, taken aback with the sight of a lady traveling with a dog so you know now the dog is going to travel abroad <laughs> he is going to become soon a england return dog <laughs> makes no difference to the dog see that's the beauty of it because the consciousness of the dog 
for the dog it's the lady so they got a first time i was seeing how they take a dog so these are what is it they hold um, call it a cage <laughs> in which they will put they will also give some medication so that the dog sleeps <coughs> some food it's like a torture chamber little torture chamber and the dog was nothing but a living toy for the lady it's so it's okay nothing wrong people have all kinds of toys but the beauty is that the dog cannot go beyond the consciousness of the dog when it comes to enjoying a british airways hospitality <laughs> <coughs> because well its world is still limited around its one who feeds the dog so the stress which the remedy that shurabindo gives is not political it's a change of consciousness now it stands to reason that we can't change anybody's consciousness until we change our own we are coming full circle the more we change our consciousness the more we help in the change of consciousness of others this has been the age old spiritual wisdom of india in that process i am not denying that sometimes you may have to confront you may have to actually engage in a war it's okay but it should not the war cry should not become the mainstay of our thought that is the big difference so indian tolerance of sanatan dharma is not to be that you know i am a non violent person i'll never pick up arms you pick up arms if necessary but it's look at uh, shri krishna you know a warrior of a need leave aside the divine aspect he is regarded as the greatest warrior of his time when you see the description of shri krishna in the bhagavat he is described as a warrior who could himself drive a chariot with four horses and while he is driving the chariot he could shoot an arrow at a moving target it's it's a rare feat to do and he could do it that degree of command and control and yet what does shri krishna do in even at the towards the just before the mahabharata war he says look you know let's destroy let's stop unnecessary slaughter give five villages and we'll build a land of dharma and from there we'll govern the whole world but it's only when all options fail that there is that famous you know line of one of my favorites jay shankar prasad yachna nahi ab ran hoga yah dekh pavan mujh mein lay hai yah dekh gagan mujh mein lay hai veeron se pati hui bhu hai ab dhoond yahan kis mein tu hai this very powerful lines ha ha duryodhan bandh mujhe to mujhe bandhne aaya hai janjeer badi kya laya hai now this is a truth sometimes and divine finds ways and means if nobody is there to destroy evil evil will fight within itself and destroy itself it's the nature of evil to you know engage in self destructive activities it's its very nature so when mother was asked why does the divine grant to asura she says because it's the fastest way they will implode she says uh, asura says i am the almighty god divine says okay i am not in competition with you you try it <laughs> so what does he do he aggrandizes the ego i am god i am god so he wants to swallow the whole earth what happens after a while he implodes from inside because your ego is bound to burst the whole shell is bound to burst the famous story of agastrishi what happened 
many stories. Have you heard of this story when there were two Rakshasas who had learnt a mantra, state of the art mantra, <laughs> to revive the dead? So what they did is they used to call as guests all these rishis, and when the rishi came, uh, you know they would they would rather call the guest and serve the rishis as guest and they, he would feed his own brother's meat now his own brother's meat is like basically it's the consciousness of the rakshasa and when the rakshasa goes inside then he will by that mantra reconstitute his full power now imagine there is a rakshasa inside the belly he begins to grow and he tears the entrails of the rishi and comes out it's a occult story you say there is an occult truth inside it so the rishi is dead and the rakshasa has come out. So when people tell me this is not good play, it's foul play, what to do? So August Rishi says, I'll handle this. So August Rishi also goes. So his brother, there are two brothers, so one of them is Vatapi. So he puts Vatapi and he eats, August Rishi eats. So now he chants that mantra and says, Vatapi, come out. So Agastri, she says, I have digested him. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> I have digested him. So I feel, you know, that is the kind of consciousness in which we can rise, where, you know, all earth becomes, all space becomes a single body, time a single book. That's how we should rise in that consciousness. And if there are few persons you know that famous thing about the mother when she said, everywhere there is a tension. What is going to happen? What is going to happen? Everybody is asking me, what is going to happen? From everywhere there is a cry, what is going to happen? And I can only say what Shurabindo said, if only man consents to be spiritualized. And you know what she says after that? She says, it is enough if only a few persons became pure gold. You don't need many. You didn't need all the mass conversion of all the monkeys. <laughs> you needed a few odd gorillas here and there. You said, Yaar, bahut ho gaya gorilla banke. <laughs> Kuch to aur karna chahiye. Dil mange more. <laughs> and you know, the gorilla comes out. Now the problem which I see as us human beings is, we are too satisfied with our humanity. We want everything but within the frame of humanity. It doesn't work. We are too happy with just being human and thodi kushi, thoda gum, thoda yaha, thoda waha and thoda uh, best of you know the American dream and the best of you know Indian culture and the best of this and the best of that but we will stay human. But there have to be amongst us humans few mad people, strange gorillas, mad men who say that Enough of being human. What is this digestive system? We have to keep ingesting food and then... Take, if you look at humanity, it's, you know... So many diseases are around the corner. You know, you walk around and there is a virus of unknown name, origin. You don't need Islamic Jihad to destroy this world. You just need a virus. This fragile, brittle clay, let's change it. I think that is the solution towards which we should go... If not, then we will at best have a sattvic society which will again collapse. There have been many good ages in India. We had time when Islam was not even born. What happened? 
we had Duryodhana, we had Dushashana, <laughs> no less wicked. For all their, you know, Sanatan Dharma training, the man had the temerity to disrobe his own sister-in-law in a Kuru Sabha. So you see, the problem of evil has been tackled within India in a much more comprehensive way. It is the Asuric nature. Now, this is how we have to look at it. When we look at it Asuric nature, then we don't take this side or that side as groups, but we take whatever is Asuric. And where do we start demolishing it within ourselves? There is a little Asura within us. There is a little fanatic within us. Let me start by demolishing that. Let There is a little rigid mindset within us, which it's a question of time. You know, when every time I expect my children to obey whatever I say, which are according to the tenets of my religion, whatever it may be, I am basically displaying the same mindset. Whereas every time I enlarge my consciousness, what is the main teaching of Sanatana Dharma? See, Shobindu's words to me is final. When he says that even the Bible and the Quran are its scriptures, I take it as that the master does not err when he speaks. Now it is in distorted hands, there is no doubt. Even the Vedas have been distorted by great luminaries who gave a very otherworldly sense to the Vedas which are so life-affirming. So wherever we see distortion, wherever we see falsehood, of course we should fight it. Let's fight with the falsehood within us and all that is around us. But we should not categorize with certain names, even though those groups represent it largely, without a fail. Because who knows that within every Korva, there may be one odd Yuyutsu who is worth salvaging. A story of the lone person. And he is worth salvaging because uh, that's how the divine works. If possible, who knows? See how many chances he gives to Karna to salvage him. People think that Krishna was very cunning. How he was being cunning? Dekho, Karna ko trick karke usse daan mang liya. They don't realize it's Krishna's compassion. You know, what was Karna's safety wall? Comfort zone. My Kavach Kundal. I am unbeatable. So Krishna pushed him out of comfort zone. Says, now you you get on to Dharma. Because now I have taken away your comfort zone. Actually, he was helping him. But the fellow still doesn't understand. (laughs) Then people say he gave him lure. No, he was again giving me a chance to change. That look, you belong to a, you are a child of Surya. You belong to that. You discover your own dharma, the true dharma within you. Still he would hold on to a false, artificial sense of morality or values that I have promised to my great friend. Behind which there was nothing but ambition, nothing else. So he has to ultimately meet that end, that fate. So the divine, as I have understood the divine ways is to try to salvage the last vintage drop of wine in the human consciousness. I can see, I can say for like, you know, what is the one closest to you is your own self. Now, when I see myself 20 years back and when I see myself now, I just wonder and marvel at the patience of the Divine Father. When I was impatient with myself, He was patient. And how he has worked. So now I know there is hope. <laughs> that you know this is how he works. There were so many things which he slowly slowly works. Now in, in one human life if it takes 30 years or something. 
and then when you talk about the cosmic level let's not forget that the supramental manifestation is just about you know 50 60 years old so it is bound to take time but i am sure he knows his ways so that's how we should trust and work towards ourselves becoming embodiment of that light whatever else has to happen there will be instruments if there has to be a destruction wo evil ke bhi baap hai usko kar denge he has his ways <laughs> yeah so this was uh, and of course all fanaticism is bad there is no doubt about it i mean in any form that we can uproot it within us and let's not be disturbed when we see these things we should laugh at the adversary why because we know the divine is there and he is he knows well to manage his creation when people ask the mother mother uh, you know is there a third world war likely she says by using these thoughts you are actually helping to bring it closer she cautioned then she said don't worry then the disciple asked when will india and pakistan unite so mother said you don't worry the supreme wisdom is looking after it you know what power in those words can you imagine this supreme wisdom is looking after it we may doubt it but we have a living example in oroville now what was oroville what is it meant for one word if you have to use Yeah, but but in what way? What is the idea? Yes, unity, human unity. You know how it started with a murderous disunity. You know there were factions within Oroville who were out to kill each other. And I am not exaggerating. I met some of the main players those days when they grew old and they were, uh, you know, uh, became like friends and they would share. and one of them said you know what we went through we wanted to kill is it really serious is it yes and then they became friends later on you know they grew now people asked would have asked her is this your dream she would have said yes i start from the grim foundations dark and deep i want oroville on a strong foundation so i must uproot all that is going to come later on in the way i must uproot it right there that's how the divine works and to uproot it comes out in its worst way you know that's what she said falsehood rises to its utmost before dying and still something of its root remains another example from history this one or will you see now how it is growing despite everything and despite you know in the beginning what it was can't imagine mother says this is the kind of humanity subhuman this is that word she has used but look you know how it is growing and it is bound to grow another example from history in indian thought you know indraprastha how did indraprastha start what was its name it was called khandavprastha what was khandavprastha it was a jungle which is okay but a jungle infested with most deadliest snakes you know the first task that arjuna had at hand to drive away these snakes he didn't know what to do so he engages in that fire you know the famous story and then shri krishna says this is not the path because when he does that takshak who is the leader he 
says, okay, okay, don't kill me. I am going to be on your side. But he nurtured lifelong that anger against Arjuna. So while on one side, he helped bringing the occult forces and energies to build the Indraprastha. On the other hand, it was one of the deadliest moments when Dakshak went and shook hands with Karna and said, I can kill this fellow. You shoot me with your arrow. You see how these forces can work by entering into the enemy ranks. He was a friend of Arjuna. Apparently, it seemed so. And when he shoots the arrow, this is the only arrow where you see the entire story other than the Narayanastra. Where Shri Krishna directly intervenes. Arjuna can't figure out what's coming his way. And then he quickly, you know, whole rat ko niche kar dete because he can't, before he can realize and it shoots past him. It would have killed him. So it's a very symbolic story that it's the seed of the evil which is important to remember and exterminating it is not the solution. At the same time, he starts with this material. So the new world has started with a big bang. What was the big bang? Second world war behind and terrorism in the first. That's how the new creation started. If you look at it that way. So, but if you see the examples from history and the way the divine works, as I said, Auroville and Khandaprast and Indraprast, this is his way of working. So we should always keep hope and be full of trust and never get agitated about, you know, what's going to happen. If at all there is a solution, it is spiritualization of humanity in which the mother has called us for that yagna. So let's work towards becoming pure gold. And she has used this word. It is enough if only few human beings became pure gold. And then she adds, and I must add, time presses. So we have very little time. See, there are those who have a calling. That's why mother told people not to indulge too much in politics. People often wonder why. He said, the field is murky. And said, because those who have a calling for it, let them go for it. But to those who have a calling towards a deeper spiritual engagement and evolution, they have the calling for this and they must be faithful to it. That's how they begin to serve their country and begin to, you know. And there are others we should not worry. Divine will find his ways. This is the broad landscape.